0: i move over Swanson, I'm driving.
1: Welcome back to the Ditch Diggers. This is that show where currently we are looking at the not the best, not the even goodest or anything, just like the scenes we like. Awesome scenes from excellent movies or even okay scenes from horrible movies just scenes that we love anyway that's what we're doing here we meaning me tom taylor and also my friend mike DiMaria. maria hello mike
2: it's like scenery
1: yeah exactly scenery we're looking yeah, that's at even the, plumage. the name of the show who knows isn't the plumage beautiful <laughs> what movie? the plumage doesn't enter into it what movie uh and also dan lewis hello dan hey that's a going?
2: Oh. yeah you didn't answer my question though
3: yeah well it's because you oh, kept what? stepping on everybody you asked me a go what's the question <laughs>
2: I said scenery, and then I said, it's you know, we're looking at the plumage. I said, isn't the plumage beautiful? I said, what movie?
3: Isn't the plumage
2: uh, beautiful? Isn't the plumage beautiful? I don't know what I it want is. that to be the parrot skit from
1: uh, Monty Python.
2: Isn't the plumage beautiful? No time for the old in and out love, just here to read the meter. <laughs>
1: Every I was, okay so it's either stripes, clockwork orange or love and death. Those are the three <laughs> options forever whenever Mike gives you a it's one of a those movie three, Yeah.
2: It is yeah, one of those three. It is one of those three, watch. but I, isn't the plumage beautiful? Uh, I don't remember that line from Clockwork Orange. Uh, it's looking at a peacock It's a drawing of somebody looking at a peacock. Oh, that's right, oh, yeah. Man. When is part no of his, time for the <laughs> <laughs> No time for the noble. No time for the just to read the meter. Yeah, <laughs> I, think he I want to smash them. You're cured it was cured all right. I would like to smash him okay okay all
3: right
1: um anyway we're not here to talk about that stanley kubrick movie we're here to talk about uh, a scene from the movie dr strange love I- and if i were a better podcaster i would have the year and everything at my fingertips of when this film came out i know that yeah. stanley kubrick directed. oh 1964 1964, 1964 is, sorry, is yep. dr strange love or how i learned to stop worrying and love the bomb uh, written by Terry Southern, mm-hmm. directed by Stanley Kubrick, starring, uh, Peter Sellers in a number of roles, including the president who you will, will discuss in the scene. <laughs> president Merkin <laughs> Muffley. President <laughs> And, uh, George C. Scott as, um, what's his Buck name? Buck
3: Turgidson.
1: God, I'm bad at this. Mm-hmm. Buck, t- <laughs> Buck Turgidson. <laughs> and, uh... guest of the God, Scots. God, there, s- there were so many scenes that we... <laughs> <laughs> guest of the Scots. <laughs> there are so many scenes from this movie that we could have chosen. Um, because, you know, we've also got uh, General Jack Ripper. Oh, the, Russian fate, uh, the Russian phrase Yeah. One
3: miniature Russian
1: phrase book and Bible. Bible. <laughs> I could have done that. We'll do that later.
3: That, yeah. that a is good a good one. Good that scenes. is a very good scene. This one is... Yeah. Uh, it should be noted. Uh, it's important to note that while Terry Southern wrote this movie, along with Stanley Kubrick, I believe... Mm-hmm. Uh, Nobody wrote this scene because uh, it is improvised <laughs> by yeah, Peter Yeah, it's Telly. got that feeling to it. Right.
2: Has that been confirmed? Just
3: That's the story. The story is that yeah, because it's all Kubrick kept Everybody like three cameras reacting. on him in some scenes mm-hmm. so that they can capture mm-hmm. whatever improvisation you decide to do. And the fact that he improvised this one is, I don't know, know—he's he's, he's got to be a genius. Well, I it's think like we're getting ahead of ourselves, of though. Just we're getting oh, ahead right. of
2: ourselves because right. we need to oh, lay out the the bookends of the scene. No, so right. Everybody knows. This
3: movie,
1: for anybody who doesn't know, is uh, we could go to the whole thing about this and and uh, Fail what safe. is it? Uh, Fail safe, yeah. Or like I, the identical movie, but one is a straightforward Sidney Lamette drama, mm-hmm. and the other is a kind of kooky, weird, off kilter uh, black comedy. Yeah. Uh, Fail we'll safe is very design, rarely like.
3: listed on greatest films of all time <clears throat> lists, however. With.
1: Right, it's it's if I feel like if if Doctor Strangelove didn't exist, people would like failsafe more because right. it is a cool movie. But you're watching it, you're like, wait a minute, why why am I not laughing? Right, yeah, it's weird. <laughs> this is this is that scene from that
3: other movie. Yeah, yeah. It'd be like if a version of something about Mary came out, except for it was completely straightforward with no jokes in it. Right, just the guy like a guy obsessed novel. with mm-hmm. Mary. People would be like, this is weird. <laughs> yeah.
1: mm-hmm. Seems perverse. <laughs> Goddamn yeah. period like with piece. The dick jokes. It's <laughs> is a yeah. Victorian era period piece I thought you were gonna mm-hmm. okay um yeah so okay so it's a, this is a uh a comedy of errors about uh basically Jack Ripper this general goes nuts because of his precious bodily Jack fluids D. and he Jack D <laughs> Ripper uh he orders our bombers in the uh area of Russia to bomb the Soviet Union and uh yeah, that causes, like, we, we got all these guys in the war room, the president, all these generals trying to figure out what to do. Do we shoot our guys down? And at this point in the movie, they've come to the conclusion they've got the Russian ambassador there. Mm-hmm. They've decided that they need to get the president on the phone with the uh, premier of Russia. Is he the premier? Is that He's his the name premier,
2: yeah. 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 The Khrushchev. Uh,
1: Dmitry. Do we know if Dmitry has a last kiss name? Off. Oh, that's true. Right, of yeah. course. <laughs> Dmitry Kissov. Kissov. Mm hmm. <laughs> um, so yeah, there's like a four minute vamp of uh, Peter Sellers on the phone talking to uh, Dimitri, who mm-hmm. uh, might be drunk according to the um, ambassador.:
0: I've done as you asked. Be careful, Mr. President. I think he' is drunk. Hello uh, hello Di- Hello, Dimitri. Listen, I-, I can't hear too well. Do you suppose you could turn the music down just a little? Oh, oh, that's much better. (laughs) Yes. Fine, I can hear you now, Dimitri. Clear and plain and coming through fine. I'm coming through fine too, eh? Good. Then, well, then, as you say, we're both coming through fine. Good. Well, it's good that you're fine and and I'm fine. I agree with you. It's great to be fine. (laughs) Now then, Dimitri... You know how we've always talked about the possibility of something going wrong with the bomb the bomb dimitri the hydrogen bomb and it's 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 a kind of it's a joke
3: now that's a sort of joke that we know about uh, that seems common, but it had only re- mm-hmm. i think recently been developed by uh um What's his name? The, who's the stand-up from the new Bob Newhart? Uh, Bob Newhart Who did, yeah, would do yeah. the one-sided phone conversation, which maybe didn't exist <laughs> right. so much before. I mean, I guess if it's eighteen eighty, no one's doing a one-sided phone conversation because mm-hmm. one side of a yeah. conversation—you never heard just one side of a conversation, <laughs> really. Not really, right? But in, no, it's once true. they had the phone, there you had this new thing that you could do.
1: Yeah. Unless people were crazy, which is what people assume people are even now when they just start talking to themselves walking down the street and they got their earbud in, you think mm-hmm. they're insane and talking to themselves. This is coming handy for That's me, what people I would have say, thought back
3: Because, you know, I used to I used to walk to like my open mics, I would be going to an open mic and I'd have this new joke that I want to tell and I'd walk down the street in San Francisco past dozens and dozens and dozens of people <laughs> just talking out loud, just gesticulating just yeah. as though I would I'd be like blah 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 and then uh <laughs> None of it looks funny anymore. Whereas it right. may have about 15 years ago or 20 years ago, now it just yeah. looks like a guy talking on his phone. But I wasn't. I'd have the earbuds in, but I wasn't talking on the phone. But I use mm-hmm. the earbuds as a kind of decoy to nice. not look like I was insane.
2: See, I do that without I've the earbuds. That. I just walk the park and say, "Can't do this insane. anymore. It's can't continue like this anymore. Yeah. Yeah. I can't do another yeah. minute like this. It just can't continue right. like this. I can't I'm done. do
3: it, Mom." I'm done. <laughs>
2: Ma! <laughs> I can't. I can't go on like this anymore. Not one minute I more. Won't. Not one second more.
3: You're like Robert De <laughs> Niro from The King of Comedy. Yeah,
2: Ma! Ma! I gotta Ma! do this now. I gotta do this now.
1: <laughs> That's another one we can gotta read. do that movie. That's next. a great movie. Put that on the list. Yeah. Oh my God! That is a fantastic. Um, movie. Um, Yeah, Terry Southern. I, I've, I've heard about him for years and years. Probably from this movie. Like you know, people talk about him being like an excellent writer and satirist and everything. And based on this movie, I was like, oh, I should read some of his books. And finally, like, I don't know, two or three years ago, I picked up. um, Oh my god, what's it called? Is it called Blue Movie? I don't know. I think it's called Blue Movie, Mm -hmm. and it's about. I think he wrote it for Stanley Kubrick to turn into a movie.
3: Yeah.
1: Because it's about. Um, That's mistake number one. This Hollywood director who wants to make the first legit, like legit budget movie star filled porn. uh, porn. I heard about
3: this one. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And it's good, but as I was reading, maybe maybe I picked a, the exact wrong time to read it because it was right in like the the just the the crest of the whole like Me Too movement and everything. But I was and like, it felt dirty oh while you
2: were reading. God,
1: it. oh no, yeah, I felt like really like, like I sh- like if I read this in high school in 1980, it would be the best thing I had ever experienced in my right. life. Yeah,
3: but you can't because it's can't very, have those uh, now no.
1: No, yeah, but it it is weird because I said that to a friend of mine who's like a like-minded guy. He's not like a jerk or a scumbag or anything. I'm like, I don't know this book, this blue movie. Read it and tell me what you think. And he read He's like, I was laughing the whole time. I think it's really good. I'm like, all right, maybe I should give it another try. So you're just like so aggressively, like, you know, uh, you know, uh, God, you know, I was saying to somebody, okay, I'm on my third tangent. I'm like three layers. deep we'll, we'll,
3: We'll dig back.
1: I was having a conversation with friends of mine saying that there are maybe five or six words in my regular lexicon that I cannot get a grasp on, that I can't bring them up. I can't th- – like right now, there's a word I'm trying to think mm-hmm. of, and I cannot think of the word. A synonym for it is chauvinist, but that's not the Misogynist? word I'm looking for. and the misogynist thank you dan lewis because uh-huh. i I want to say like masochistic or something i'm like no that's not it but yes so the book is brain very brain. misogynist it is. Okay. and uh like aggressively so and, and you can tell it's like comically so but given when it was written like in the 60s or maybe even early 70s or something
2: well maybe he's um, writing it as a character
3: maybe maybe but i think what, tom, what you're saying tom is that it may have been funny then too over-the-top misogyny, yes. but it may have been funny in a different way or something
1: right yeah it would have been more um less uh less less guilt-filled funny or something yeah that, i didn't feel but, comfortable laughing at it when i read but
2: isn't that what the the industry is so it's kind of written from the voice of that's the sort
1: of the thing too yeah it's it's sort of supposed to be like oh well, you, you know if you get into this business you're gonna get chewed up and whatever and horrible things are gonna happen mm-hmm. to you and, and that's that's the deal right. and like sort of like as a joke yeah but
2: <laughs> i don't know i just kind of maybe i'll read it again sometime. well it was kind of the same thing because there are uh, dirty parts with i uh, heard it on npr they were discussing the uh what's the, the, the night they drove old dixie down the band yeah. song and they're yeah. like yeah let's you know revisiting those lyrics it's like it's written <laughs> from the perspective of a confederate soldier and it's very Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: yeah, Wah.
2: yeah, and it's very sympathetic <laughs> to the South, and it's written by a Canadian, right. Robbie Robertson, and it's like, mm-hmm. so they they still like. Are we supposed to like this song? Or are we not supposed to like this song? Mm-hmm. And he'd have to like say, well, right. it's kind of written from a fictional standpoint of a perspective. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then I think it was even like there was a can't remember his name. Like, what's his name? Like early, it's a young country star. Hmm and he he re, he redid that song but he he did it from the perspective of it up. yeah like it's instead of the night or mm-hmm. the night they drove old dixie down it's like the day the night we drove it down like it was more about oh, okay. being part I of oh okay they're going to
1: say like <laughs> the night we drove harvard down or something like no no it was it was about being
2: part of the <laughs> and, he, right. and he changed like the last couple the last lyrics of it yeah. Okay. That's interesting. It's yeah. weird how but it's he, kind of that same thing. There's like, well, it's from a perspective of that group, so it's not it's fiction, right?
3: It seems to be okay, yeah. and it seems to be applied somewhat arbitrarily for me. Like, there's movies like Quentin Tarantino movies, for instance, where he's allowed to depict a character being a certain way, and it's okay. But then other times, mm-hmm. like, uh, what was the one that I uh, recently heard this thing? Uh, the 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 uh, Randy Newman. Uh, song Rednecks yeah. uh, from the album Good Old Boys. Oh, yeah. That entire album is he yeah. only writes in character. And that entire album is written from the point of view of a Southerner who's feeling um it's kind of a stereotype of what we now would think of as like a sort of an aggrieved poor Southerner who's like pissed and yeah, like yeah. blaming everything on like immigrants and black people and stuff like that. And he's you know, in in the song he's dropping end bombs a couple it's part of the it's part <laughs> wow. of the chorus yeah. of the song. Yeah. The question <laughs> yeah. is like is it, and it's a great Good song so the question is like uh I, the, you know what do you do with that but i i it's i i think personally it it seems like it um it points to the perils of demonizing a word so much that you can uh, under any circumstances or any context ever even utter it seems it's got yeah. a bamayan right. Buddha kind of quality to it for me but you know. yeah yeah it
2: has a tom yum soup I don't know. sort of feel to it.
3: <laughs> it's not just
1: the word, but it's also like the you know, like what flies now and what doesn't fly. Right. What flew then Which in the '70s existed, or the '80s or something?
2: Yeah, the shit don't fly now. Yeah. No, but they right. no, but they but they did reference Randy Newman in that NPR story
3: oh did they I mean, got- yeah, he, oh, really? okay. yeah
2: like in that like as part of like he was doing the same thing he's writing <laughs> character i mean it's a who, what has he got against what has he gotten against fucking short people right and With it's like blazing saddles
3: to too by the way and, which is exactly yeah it's, it's it's an anti-racist thing that they're trying to do which is yeah you know,
2: by making everybody over the top racist but anyway
3: that's interesting i don't know yeah. how we got on it because of the words because of the terry southern yeah. book
1: terry all right. southern
2: all right the, uh, the sheriff is near what movie is that from well, as you we said, high clockwork
1: <laughs> I'm thinking high noon. Be, I'm gonna. <laughs> just, <laughs> you guys are way off. Right? Uh, high high anxiety. We know what movie it's from. Right, okay. Everybody yeah, knows that. what movies that's from. The
2: sheriff is Not bong sick. bong. <laughs> <He> <laughs> no,
3: said the, sheriff the sheriff is near. Is near. <laughs> be no. great if like every time, you, every time, you did, you said, you know what? I'm 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 going to take, but I'm going to use this word casually. But you just carried a big bell with you, so that
0: yeah, every
3: time you said it, you did the blazing saddles thing. <laughs> <Bong>. <laughs> yeah.
2: No, gam ram and mam laminata. No,
3: gam the sheriff is a
2: bong. Bong. A laurel and hearty handshake to our new (laughs) E. Bong. (laughs) Bong. (laughs) See that
1: movie sort of sticks out as like a weird example of like that gets if you want to show somebody that movie, like, you know, like my, my son's 13. We're like, mm-hmm. Oh, okay, what movies can we show him? What movie shouldn't we show him or whatever? And right. Stuff. I'm like Blazing Saddles. Okay. That might be a, a bit of a stretch, but not. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's from the 70s and there's different things would fly back mm-hmm. then, but it gets a little more of a pass because it is doing all that what we consider now offensive stuff in the service yeah. of showing how offensive it is. And it's, it's from the point, you know, right. th- that stuff is coming Wait, from the church. Wait until he's the, the 15 to show him the stuff that's doing
3: all this stuff for uh, malevolent purposes.
1: Yeah. <laughs> exactly. He's got to graduate yeah. to he's that. He's only, only yeah. showing
3: him the stuff that does it for the right reasons now. For later on, mm-hmm. you show yeah. him the stuff that does it for the wrong reasons. But that's the thing. Like, if you show like him something like, you know. <laughs> Wait until he's 18 to watch <laughs> Birth of a Nation. <laughs> yeah.
1: Or even, like, you know, I'd love him to see, Oh, He watched uh, Trading Places for the first time I... over, like, Christmas. Yeah. And, you know, there's parts that I'm like, you know, you kind of want to pause and be like, now we wouldn't laugh so much at that today, would we? Yeah. Like, you know, <laughs> now you get that that guy is a jerk. So it's OK that he said that racist yeah. stuff because we're laughing at him and whatever and stuff, you know. Yeah, like,
2: It's almost more it's- acceptable to show him pornography than it is to show him blazing saddles at this point. Right. That's sex, I that that went over sex- pretty well. I showed him a
1: ton of porn <laughs> and he, he kind of loved
2: it. You got right into it. And then no, you got uh, and then <laughs> History of the World, too. Those, I mean, can you imagine this Mel Brooks just sitting down and writing <laughs> yeah. that stuff and just saying, yeah, yeah. he knows exactly what he's yeah. doing. There's a there's a method yeah, to feel it. I
3: bad but. for, like, I, I guess it's just the old, it's probably just the old man in me. But, like, uh, the, the my, some of my, we were talking about Blazing Stiles with some of my sketch folks who are, like, tend to be about 12 years younger than me. Mm-hmm. And Blazing Stiles is an unwatchable, literally cannot watch level movie. Really? yeah it just wow. can't. They just can't they can't justify can't handle it. the fact that that's happening right. so it just it's just you can't and it's just like ah you're missing yeah, a great movie a but i know that that makes me a, an old guy how right. many unspeakable things have people said that about but i know what that sounds like and yet i still can't help but feel like ah that's too bad
1: yeah you know and it's also sort of the thing like don't you get it i'm going to explain like i don't know like what what uh you know what race or anything these friends of your these friends of yours mm-hmm. i don't know what they you know like if they like I don't want to be the the, the white, the, the white middle aged guy being like, you don't get it. You don't get that you should be laughing at this form of racism.
3: Yeah,
1: this you know. this is it's here for you. Why don't you get it? Like it you know, is. A point it is like All right, want to, you don't themselves. against I'm everything. You
3: don't want to be that person. And at the no. same time, it's a movie written by impartially written by <laughs> Richard Pryor, and it's great. <laughs> Woof. What are you gonna do? I'm mean, just like, come on, it's a yeah. great movie, and I can't. I've decided about the old guy thing to keep it in mind always when I'm. Always keep it in mind when I'm being the old guy, but don't beat myself up if I can't avoid being the old guy. Right.
1: Right. It's in your nature. Hey, what am I going to do? You, you, it's something you're going to keep an eye on in case it ever gets uh, on it. Tabs on it. out tabs. of control or right. inappropriate or something. But yeah, it's, it's, it's you, Dan, you're an old and I man. I do it all the time. I catch myself thinking right. yeah. something
3: like about screen basket. time or some modern thing and I'll go, eh, people, people yeah. thought that about telephones back in the day or something. And, right and and just keep that in Women in, in the mind. workplace, you know, yeah, yeah like right. you know. having women being yeah. able to vote. Yeah. I'm trying to keep it open mind. Right. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> Where's my coffee, mm-hmm. you skirt? <laughs> yeah, if that slips out, you know. Oh, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm sorry. an old I'm an guy. I'm I don't sorry. fight it too much.
3: You know? you know, it's how I was raised. Ah, I'm, a I'm, a so a, I'm a product of my environment.
2: <laughs> trying to accept <laughs> things, like you said, you know. <laughs> Yeah, you know seat, seat <laughs> you know seatbelts in cars. You know the Chinese not working yeah. on the railroad, working somewhere yeah, else.
0: Exactly.
2: <laughs> Why? Right. I just had to accept that and said, okay, I guess <laughs> but I'm
3: against it, but
2: they Bringing really should be back. building those railroads. Oh God.
3: <laughs> Peter Sellers gives a tour de force, did mm-hmm. now in, a, in in a modern. I have to ask this question in a modern context. If this movie comes out in a modern sort of context, the modern kind of movie. And someone pulls mm-hmm. off, let's say Benedict Cumberbatch or Joaquin <laughs> Phoenix pulls off yeah. what he pulls off in this movie with the five parts, playing yeah. five roles and doing it that way. What, Is it five? He, it's well, he's Man Drake, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, the he's president. The president, isn't there a couple more in there?
1: He's he's Doctor Strange. Love. the titular Doctor Strange Love. I mean, a German. That's it, German and he was Mad going to be. He was going to be Major Kong. That's why I can't do the
3: Southern accent, right? Slim
1: Pickens, yeah.
3: Well, anyway, with the multiple anyway. parts pulling it off in a very popular movie, I got to think that the Oscar is coming his way, right? Mm. Yeah. In a modern context, and how old do you, you think? In the, do
2: you think like in the in those days, like you're looking at? like George C. Scott and you're just, you, you. and it's kind of like the thing that we think about with like Wilford Brimley. We always just feel, think they're old. <laughs> yeah. Like you look right. at, it, like I'm, I'm sure that George C. Scott and and uh, Peter Sellers are in their
3: 20s in this role. Yeah. I don't think so. Because George C. Scott was in, um, he was in The Hustler like four years earlier and he was already kind of a uh-huh. middle-aged guy. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, he was
1: born in 1927, George C. Scott. But he always does seem
3: old. He, he seems like perpetually about Forty-eight to me, George mm-hmm. yeah. C. Scott. In yeah, movie, yeah. You know, Like he's amazing in this movie,
1: *Anatomy of a Murder*. he's in that oh, too? A but there's movie.
2: a lot going on in this scene because there's just having the the Russian ambassador in the war rooms sets.
3: Yeah, yeah off. he's
1: freaking out. They'll
3: yeah. see the big board. I, I try. He's I looked chewing up, on that gum. I looked up because you got Jack <laughs> D. Ripper, right? You got Major yeah. Kong. Uh, there's probably some other jokes in there, but. Uh, um, the ambassador's name I looked up was Alexei D. D. Sadesky. and I. Am <laughs> right. I missing a joke there, or is it? I'm trying to. I'm,
1: i I. just saw that, and I'm. I'm like Desad Is it something like that? Like, uh, yeah,
3: maybe. Guess, yeah, that's I a good point. I just like no. right when I saw it, I was like trying to. I was churning to understand what joke it might be, but it might not be a joke at all. Lionel Mandrake yeah. isn't a joke, is it?
2: No,
1: not as far as I know. No, I'm laughing. Lionel
3: Twain. Now, that was a joke from another Peter Sellers movie, Murder by Death, where it's like a clue type movie and they go to this house. Yeah. And the name of the guy uh, who who owns the house is Lionel Twain, T-W-A-I-N, played by none other than Truman Capote in the
1: movie. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And, Peter Falkson that and movie. Falk that is, is one of the funniest lines I've ever heard or seen in a movie.
3: Which one? The uh,
1: and I'll do it now, and it's going to ruin it because I can't. It's not going to be funny when I do it, but I'm just going to do it because we're sitting here having a conversation okay. with each other. Maggie Smith is in that movie, mm-hmm. and she, you know, and she's as usual. She's very like you know a uh, uh, socialite, yeah. you know, kind of sultry
3: know, socialite kind of
1: put together, proper or no you know, that whatever. One, yeah, and she uh, that there's. Something, ha- I forget the entire plot of the movie, but there's like, the, uh, somebody has been murdered and it was made to look, or two people have been murdered and they were found, the bodies were arranged to make it look like they were like in a gay tryst yeah. or something. And so somebody says something about that and she's like, wait, what do you mean? And somebody leans over and whispers, I swear. And she goes, and she gets this, this yeah. look on her face like she's really, true. she's like,
3: oh, that's tacky. That's really tacky. Oh, that's
1: tacky. And that's she says it in a tacky. kind of like, yeah, it's really good. Yeah. Like she's is like scandalized, but so glad that she's scandalized. She's kind of into it. Yeah, that
3: one's Neil Simon, I and I really recommend it for the Truman, for the kind of Truman Capote stuff. The uh, what's his name, Peter yeah. Falk playing a Columbo character, uh, David yeah. Niven, all this stuff. But it's important to point out that Peter Sellers' part is uh, Breakfast at Tiffany's level racist. <laughs> it's way over the top, and it does not hold yeah. up as well as even a, a Blazing Saddles. Because it's stuff right. that Blazing Saddles, I think, is still funny for all the stuff it's doing. Whereas mm-hmm. the other one, if they came out with it now, nah, it wouldn't even register as we have a different idea of even what's funny. It never wouldn't even cross our minds that it's that it was supposed to be funny. Mm-hmm. Right. Which is super racist. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. Like, like the joke is, let's have this guy pretend to be a race that yeah. he is not. The joke is Chinese people talk funny.
3: That's yeah. the joke. Yeah,
1: yeah the- We all know. We're all in on the joke. We see it every day. Yeah.
2: Well, back to, back to the scene. Yes. We're talking like about what? racism, and there's no racism going on in this, in this scene at all.
1: No, there is not. It's right. against the
2: Ruskies. Yeah. There's xenophobia. There's some of that. But what's, what I think is, you go back to that one, one-sided one phone conversation, is it, it's, it really shows that, you know, just the, the level of, I'm trying to put the best way, like the level of uh, carefulness that's going on with their, with their relationship.
3: Oh, yeah, yeah, right. It gives the kind yeah. of how everything is on edge.
2: <laughs> yeah, I'm fine. You're fine.
0: You're fine. Of I'm just course I clear. like you. Of course I like you, Dimitri. Why do you think I'm calling you? Just to say hello? Of course I like to speak to you. Of course I like to say hello. Not now, but any time, Dimitri. I'm just calling up to tell you something terrible has happened. It's a friendly call, of course it's a friendly call. Listen, if it wasn't friendly, you probably wouldn't have even got it. Not just that,
3: but the, uh, also the, uh, how everything is a pissing contest. So, because when he goes, I'm sorry, he's like, well, I'm capable of being just as sorry as you. It's like mutually assured
0: apology. I'm sorry too, Dimitri. I'm very sorry. All right, you're sorrier than I am, but I am sorry as well. I am as sorry as you are, Dimitri. Don't say that you're more sorry than I am because I'm capable of being just as sorry as you are. So we're both sorry, all right? All right
1: yeah yeah they, they, they don't want there to be an apology gap yeah, <laughs> yeah the,
0: op- exactly. the opposite
2: of destruction instead of it's mutually so destruction I mean, of
3: course you're sorry <laughs> to me I'm gonna, you're sorry and i'm yeah. sorry to me i'm just a or sorry maybe as you are, Dimitri.
2: <laughs> or maybe he's uh maybe he's just completely obliterated drunk and he's like saying i'm really sorry that could be <laughs> you know? yeah that's true because he, yeah. he goes he goes because he, he said well we'll just have to help you destroy it the plane he's like well, if, I know there are boys because he's probably saying, "But they're your boys." Yeah. That's really funny too. <laughs> he's like, "He's like, I'm going to
3: help you do this," and the guy's like, "But he's those are your boys. Why would you do that?"
2: <laughs> Don't help me shoot down your boys. <laughs> That's horrible. No, but they're going to They're going to nuke you. They're going to drop a, <laughs> the bomb.
1: Yeah. And the look on George C. Scott's face the entire, like everybody in the war room is like, like, you know, they got the phone to their head. They're like listening in. And the look on his face the whole time, you even get the sense like nothing outlandish is being said or anything. But just like trying for him, like straining to understand like the Russian and the dialect Mm -hmm. and everything. He's just like, he's like kind of like confused and disgusted the entire time. Mm -hmm. It's like, what the hell? What's going on here? Why am I on this
3: phone call? What? what? Yeah. awful. Question for you. Is anybody yeah. else like me and now sometimes recognize and recognizes Russian words because they know Clockwork Orange so well? Oh, maybe, yeah. Right? Like, yeah. you've learned the words from Clockwork Orange either by reading the book and or watching the movie. And now mm-hmm. you know the word, you know, the horror show means good. And you know, <laughs> right. uh, he'll, there'll be those two or three other words in there that the guy was, uh, when he was speaking Russian, I was like, I was like picking up little words just, just from knowing <laughs> Clockwork Orange.
0: Yeah.
3: Where do you put this movie on your Kubrick scale?
1: That's a really good question. I remember thinking it was weird because like I saw this after things like two thousand one and even Clockwork Orange and stuff. Like those were the two big ones to me. And then I saw that I'm like, Oh weird, it's in black and white. Oh weird, it's funny. Yeah. Oh weird. It's like a comedy and it's got Peter Sellers in it. That's mm-hmm. weird. Um But I I don't know I don't know, in some ways this is this is in this is up there. I mean you only have like what, like seven to choose yeah, from like or seven something? or eight movies, anybody. yeah, something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. You start like with middle Eyes Wide me. Shut at it's the like, bottom. You, you
2: the put, you put of... Eyes Wide Shut at the bottom right off the bat. Yeah, it's not my favorite <laughs> It's bad, close no. to the, the, the not bottom. My one, no. yeah. You move that to the bottom.
3: Uh, if you want to include Fear and Desire, maybe I'm sure Eyes Wide Shut beats that. Anyway, Killer's Kiss. I take Eyes Wide Shut over Killer's Kiss. But
2: yeah. this
3: one's like middle for me, even though it's like the mm-hmm. most famous one. It's like his most famous movie pretty much. Oh, well, I guess 2001. Oh, right? 2001. Yeah, but uh, 2001. But this one's like on a lot of people's like lists of, Best movies of all time, kind of lists. Whereas yeah. I put it sort of middle personally in the Kubrick thing, you know.
1: Where do you put it in your list of comedies?
3: It's way up there because it's
1: often at the top of the list of it's comedies way up too. There.
3: Maybe that's the list I'm thinking. Yeah, of. but anyway, that's I don't know. For me, it's way up in terms of the comedies. It's maybe not yeah. it's not airplane, but it's mm. way up there.
2: Oh, a good there, is airplane. a good a good comedy as you call it. Is worth
3: its <laughs> weight in gold.
2: What movie is that from? Uh, stir Crazy. No,
1: no, no. See no evil. Hear no evil. Right. <laughs> is that it? Yeah, because he's Isn't deaf. That it? Silver,
2: Silver to... Street. No, because they're asking, "What do you what do you think of the Ayatollah Khomeini? Is a good comedy, as you call it, is worth its weight in gold? Because he's deaf, he can't hear. It, see. Oh, that's good.
1: Classic. Almost. Yeah.
2: Almost. Yeah, that good. was after uh, Richard Pryor's stroke, and he was still kind of like recovering oh, from yeah. it. So his. his yeah
1: that's good a poor man he went through a lot love prior um i put this this is close to the top though for yeah. both kubrick and uh comedies
3: uh, i couldn't argue with it too much i love this movie yeah and especially yeah. i've on. always loved this scene the timing is exactly perfect everything about it is just completely perfect the guy's like a he's like a total comedy master incredible
1: i'm surprised he couldn't
2: do uh Kong.
1: He, he could do Her anything,
3: you know? Like, how could there be yeah. any accent that he can't do? But he just, yeah,
2: but you needed uh, Slim Pickens to come in.
3: I wouldn't trade
1: in. him for anything.
3: No. You guys remember that story when he came in?
2: Yeah, he it's, came dressed in character.
3: It's something like... <laughs> that That was him. It's something <laughs> yeah. like they, they needed somebody else because Sellers wasn't working out in the scenes, and so they... somebody had, Something like somebody recommended slim Pickens to do it they're like no this mm-hmm. guy's like a real cattle rancher he's like a real thing we'll bring him yeah. in. He's an actor too and they bring him in it's like lee ermy he's like an actor but he's also a uh, the real drill deal.
2: sergeant yeah
3: so they bring him in there and <laughs> as something and like the first question kubrick asked me from the book and i'm again i'm paraphrasing was something like uh he, he said, hey, what, you know, do you need anything? Are you all right? And he said something like, oh, shit, all I need is some cold beer and some warm pussy, and I'll be all right. <laughs> like, he answered, like, totally straightforwardly like that. Yeah. And, and right away, Kubrick was like, ah, this is going to work. I think this is going to work. We fine. found our guy. Do you ever something <laughs> like, ever, like
2: imagine, stuff. like, you know, because you're thinking the 70s, so you're thinking those, like, swinging 70s parties.
3: Yeah. And mm-hmm. you know,
2: you could see Slim just hanging out at those parties, and maybe one day he's got like a big <laughs> right. wide collared shirt on and some, some like, uh, yeah, some like, that's
3: bag. the worst. Yeah. yeah. When you go to that, when you go to that tea party and you reach into the bowl, maybe and don't Slim's, take the one yeah. with the, like, the, the, with the, with the, yeah, with the, uh, the cow stall right. The, the, the horse the, bridle. Stay <laughs> <Yeah.
0: laughs>
3: <laughs> so away from that one.
2: <laughs> yeah,
1: Slim. All right. <laughs> This isn't a key. This is just a strip of rawhide. What is this?
3: <laughs> it's a big old rusty key to an outhouse. They <laughs> don't like that.
2: <laughs> it's it's a, it's got one of uh, it's, it's a key that has a, a fob that's shaped like a Howard Johnson's.
3: <laughs> the
2: Howard Johnson logo. Shoot, a fella could have a good time with this key. I'm just I'm staying at, key at the Howard Johnson. Just see me in room four two four.
3: I ever thought of, like, what if you did a key party now, right? And it would all be those little black boxes that oh, don't yeah. have an actual key attached. And then you'd have to pick the key, and no one would, even then, still no one would know whose yeah. it is. And not until I you hit the lock button fob. and you look outside can you tell who's, yeah. who you're spending the night with.
1: Mm-hmm. You have to do the whole, yeah, you have to do the drawing outside. so
3: you, can, like, yeah, just right, you
2: have the to button. do it outside. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, oh, that's I guess okay. That's me.
2: Come along. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> The alarm goes
3: uh, off. <laughs> the trunk oh, opens yeah, up. Yeah,
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How do you how do you how do you turn it off? How do you? Oh my oh, god! Uh, oh no! What I didn't mean doing? to hit that one. i'm this is oh, really geez. killing my my. Uh, no, my we're gonna up. have a great time. Don't worry, honestly, <laughs> we're it's gonna be fun. I just let me get this thing shut off. Yeah, the trunk opens right.
2: and a naked guy gets out and runs away.
3: <laughs> oh, <laughs> yes. He's all tied up. No yeah. one, no
2: god bless you. <laughs> <laughs>
1: things he makes God me do. This key party.
3: The things he makes me do. <laughs> <laughs> Take oh us God. with a guy in a gimp outfit comes. We out love here. him too. <laughs> what movie is that from? I don't know. Take us know. with this week on what movie? He's is ours, ours from? too. <laughs> oh wait, he's raising ours too.
2: Yeah,
3: it's he's a raising Arizona. Arizona. Oh wait, we
1: we invented that game though. We invented that game last time. Of uh of of uh, I can name that quote in one word or whatever. Oh, yeah. like, name, name that, that quote
3: in one word. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah all right here's one one word okay knowledge <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's that's uh what movie is that from what movie is that from that's from uh
1: princess My bride
3: word. yep princess bride. bride no what but no word? but the
2: key would be the key would be not to do it in character just say marriage marriage like i would say oh, i uh, would say reason. okay the one word is try instead of try try the wine right try the I say, wine i could see i can I could name it. only because you guys
3: share the same brain. It's not because of the <laughs> I know,
2: that's true. <laughs> yeah, only the three of us the can word play this game. And have any kind it. of fun. <laughs>
3: it's
2: like saying, okay, the, my word
3: is hotter. Like yeah, I already went in character.
2: Or just say hotter. Hotter than any flame. <laughs> of human. Of human power. I know. Name that tune
3: oh. in one in one bodily. Yeah, name that tune in one bodily emission. <laughs> yeah. Name that movie in one bodily yeah. emission. No.
2: They are. They 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 rebooted name that tune now.
3: Did they? Did they really? Yeah, know? I
2: saw an ad probably for probably sucks. I'm
3: sure it does. It's, I was thinking about oh, yeah. that the other day, because I, I think I saw a commercial for that. And I remember people naming a song in one note. Yeah. Now, and then I realized, it must be because they already had clues. There was already some trivia aspect to it, right? Or some sort of...
2: No, I don't think so.
3: How, there's no way they could just name it in one note.
2: And they were always like notes. Lawrence Welk type tunes. They yeah. weren't like... They weren't yeah, exactly. like
3: It was always like, like a show My favorite Xavier Cougat.
1: Yeah, yeah. And people just keep saying "Moonlight Serenade." <laughs> it's right. totally. it's probably Moonlight. It was Serenade.
3: only between ten different public domain songs.
2: <laughs> yeah.
3: it's Baba Sheep. <laughs> Serenade Blue. Uh, no, it was Baba. never. It was always
2: some complicated piece that everybody would listen to. Back in the '70s, everybody watched we'll Lawrence two. Welk and snort cocaine.
3: Yeah, right. Go to key parties. I'm thank you thank, Archangel- you. thank you. Yeah. Is there anything else to say about this scene? Um
1: I just like when he uh he finally, you know, he's building up to it very nervously and he finally says uh you know, he commanded the the planes to attack your country. Well, let me
2: finish, yeah. Dimitri. <laughs> you
1: just put a little nuts stop on the with other. It. End. It's let it's me finish. The, no, three, and yeah. there's, there's
2: something funny about it is when he goes when he said when he said he's about to tell him what is gonna happen and he goes, and it's kind of like when you're, when you have some information on somebody and you get excited, you're like, well, I'm gonna tell you what he did. Cause he does that. <laughs> Let he, me goes, tell you. he goes, yeah. he goes, and I'm, I'm gonna, cause it's funny. his way of saying, I'm on your side on this. Yeah. I'm right. gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you what he did.
0: Well, now what happened is um, one of our base commanders, he had a sort of, well, he went a little funny in the head, you know, just a little, funny and uh he went and did a silly thing well i'll tell you what he did he ordered his planes to attack your country Uh, well let me finish dimitri
2: and i think at this at this at this point in the in the movie he doesn't know about the the fail safe right I think uh, it's when, because um, he, he thinks yes. it's all said and done. Okay, we'll shoot him down. Fine, we'll help you do that. And then the ambassador gets on the phone. He's like, duh. duh.
3: That's where the ambassador's so, learning about it. Yeah, and he he's learns. Oh, about, about, about the doomsday the machine. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. So that's.
3: works If you tell people about it, why didn't you tell anyone about it? <laughs> the fools, the bad fools. That's so mm. good. Yeah, that's highly recommended. Um, mm. You don't even have to watch the whole movie. Just watch that one scene if you want.
1: Yeah. Watch like five scenes. And if you're not... Hendrick, the
2: bodily fluid scene, the...
1: I can no longer sit by... and
2: I can can no longer sit back and allow communist infiltration, communist indoctrination, communist subversion,
1: and the international communist conspiracy to sap and impurify all of our precious bodily fluids.
3: That's great. The good Sterling Hayden. He's a great, yeah. I love Sterling Hayden too. Oh, by the way. What's the difference? I was reminded of, oh, great. Yeah, the final line. What's, what's the uh, difference? <laughs> <But> <laughs> the,
2: uh, <laughs>
3: what's the movie that has the, again, another movie, Raising Arizona, that has a reference to Strange mm-hmm. Love in it? You guys know <clears throat> yeah. what I'm talking about? The uh, POE. POE is written on the door, Purity of Essence.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: Yeah, peace on earth, purity of essence. Yeah, anyway. Right. I, just,
1: I remember thinking I was so cool when I was a teenager when I saw that, that and made out. that yeah. connection.
3: Yeah, I remember yeah. that same thing.
1: Everybody gather around. I got an exciting thing to tell you that I put together when I was watching TV all by myself. And
3: then they just punch you in the gut, take your lunch money, and
2: leave.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> Ow. Stupid nerd.
2: <laughs> you just dust them. You if, know I'm right. <laughs> and if the gooseberries are too tart, <laughs> just dust them essence. with a little confectioner's sugar. <laughs> I mean, then I punched them. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> you know i'm right remember that is reading my twinkie
2: that's the funniest part is when, when nelson he's does a little thing with his hand he's like you just dust him with yeah. little confectioners. <laughs> i mean and I then mean. he comes by then uh principal skinner comes by he's like i mean then i punched him.
3: i like mm-hmm. when when, when well, nelson nelson's good. like softer side slips through a little bit also when they mm-hmm. go to branson and uh they go see andy <laughs> williams or something and everybody's, like, super bored, and then it pans over, and then Nelson's just sitting there, like, loving the – and he goes, oh, I didn't think there'd be a second encore, but then, bam, Moon River.
1: <laughs> like, like I mean, he for something.
3: it was Nelson, wasn't it? Yeah. He was, yeah, he, I he think has so. a stopper like side Nelson. once in a
1: while that you see through. Mm-hmm. Bless his heart. Oh. That weird kid. Wow. Yep. Anyway. so listen. Anyway. I don't know if I can say that we nailed it, but we did it.
3: I don't think we you know? nailed it.
1: Yep. It's one guy on the telephone. But what are we going to do? We, we described it. We probably played some clips. Oh, right. I can imagine that I dropped some clips in. I hope you all enjoyed them. Mm-hmm. It's always good to it. talk to my friends Dan. and I hope mine. you all enjoyed
3: the many dozens of clips and sound effects that were added to this episode. Because
1: mm-hmm, they will. Yes, yeah, so we made it into a party. Mm-hmm. It's like a barnyard in here. Barnyard mm-hmm. Symphony, in that movie. Yeah. E F
2: O.
3: E-a-o's. where in hell like hey, all right
1: <laughs> <laughs> all right Goodbye. I think that says it all there's a street everybody um, there's a street, war, there's man, a street no, in oh, Chicago
2: what? there's it's called oh, Oconto, and every time I pass it I go skeletons of Oconto. Oh, <laughs> skeletons civil war
1: peanut good night everybody everybody cashew nut All right, bye everybody. We'll be back uh, next time with more of this (laughs) stuff. Yep. Because we love you.
3: Good night, everybody. Hey, you scratched my eye.